Hello girls and welcome to another episode of the Influential Mindset Podcast. My name is Rosie, I am your host and soon to be a professional life coach. I am also the founder of Influential. You can easily find me on Instagram if you feel like. There I share my personal experiences and soon I will start working coaching women who are ready to love themselves unconditionally and be their authentic selves online and offline. In this podcast, you will learn how to untangle your limiting thoughts and beliefs and stop self-sabotaging yourself in order to build your dream life. Thank you for coming another Wednesday to the podcast. First of all, sorry for this voice but I'm having a flu because I got motivated by <laughs> by the weather because I saw more than 10 degrees and I thought that it was summer here already in Budapest. So let's say that I was not wearing clothes enough this weekend <laughs> and that's why I have a flu. Today it's 7.30 a.m. in Budapest, but the light that comes through my window is delightful. Sit comfortable, grab a cup of coffee or tea, let's do virtual cheers and get ready for today's podcast. Yesterday, I posted six topics in the stories of Instagram, asking you to vote about this week's episode, because I want to have some ideas from all of you about which kind of content would you like me to talk about. And the winner of this week was... Living abroad, main challenges of living in a foreign country. I will link this also with personal growth, as this is what, why we are here, right? So if you have been following me on Instagram, or if you have listened to any of the previous episodes, you may know already that I'm currently living in Budapest, Hungary. Originally, I'm from Spain. And believe me when I tell you that these two years and four months living in this city felt like a decade. I spent here the worst uh, months of the pandemic. So um, I actually learned a lot from myself during this whole time. It has been so far the best years in regards of personal development and to get to know myself better because I spent as mentioned, more time alone, maybe, that I was used to, to do before. I spent the summer in England in 2015. I shared it with you in the previous episode. So I wanted to have another international experience. And that was maybe one of the first uh, reasons why I decided to move here. As I love seeing the bright side or the positive outcome of everything, I will speak about main challenges, link it with the main lessons I've learned out of them. So let's get started. Before I moved to Hungary, I had a job in Spain in, in, a, in a family company next to the coast. I received a job proposal from a multinational company and I wanted to have the experience of working abroad. So I took the opportunity without thinking barely twice about it. Once I get into the plane coming to Budapest, I think it's when I realized 
I was going to almost a new world. I traveled before to Ireland, to France, to England, but never before to a country with a language that I wasn't able to understand or to catch even a single word because I speak a little bit of French and I speak English so I could manage me for myself before. But Hungarian, this is another level. <laughs> you can barely catch one word out of 10,000 if you are lucky enough. So let's start with the main challenges. I would say that the first one is making friends and maybe missing your family. It wasn't the hardest part for me to make new friends because I'm an outgoing person and I'm always making new friends and meeting new people. But being far from my family, I think it's the, the hardest part. Because once you arrive to a new country, you know that you might not have maybe a hug if you need it. Or if you have a problem, it's also complicated to open up yourself to someone new. So this is when you work your trust, but also your vulnerability. Missing becomes part of your life and you get to keep pending hugs, let's say, for whenever you can go back home to enjoy them even more. When I go back home, I enjoy even more the time that I spend with my family, the food tastes even better, the smells, oh my god, the smells, even in the supermarket, when you arrive to Spain, like the smell of the fruit, like you can close your eyes and you can go directly to where the fruit is located. It's like everything is more intense. Another one of the challenges would be adjusting yourself to a different culture, language and manners. But it's also a way of making your personal experience richer. Because you get to understand that whatever you have learned before, it's not the only truth. It's kind of taking all the knowledge that you had in your mind and put it all to a, a question mark, let's say, or to put a question mark on it. It's also adding new values to your life, more complexity as well, I would say, and taking little things from other cultures. If you learn somehow how to cook any other dish, it's like you add that recipe to yourself. So it's like you are building yourself based on other cultures. I hope you are understanding myself, but I love this. Really, this is one of the things that I love the most because it makes me as well different to everyone. It's like, okay, I can have my Spanish background, but I'm having as well things or traditions maybe that comes from many other cultures. Maybe because um, I am usually with international friends or I'm using another slang of words or whatever. Another one related with this is the language barrier. I've lived alone before, but living in a foreign country with a foreign language and not understanding anything, even when you go to the streets, can be intimidating. 
getting to know other languages and cultures, personally, it's one of my favorite hobbies. Even though I can't, I cannot speak Hungarian yet, I've learned how to say the basics. Like, good morning, good afternoon, thank you. Uh, sorry, like, super, super basic words. And believe me, when you're kind and you come with a smile on your face and you try your best even with basic words, they welcome you in a different way. For me, smiling, it's a worldwide language. That's one of the main lessons I've learned in my life. Loneliness. Mm -hmm. Here we have the one of the toughest ones. So, of course, at the beginning, you're going to feel, to feel lonely. However, eventually, you will get to understand that it's a normal feeling and that you cannot be always around people. This was really hard for me at the beginning, and I think during the pandemic, I built <laughs> this, not loneliness or lonely mood, But I moved to a flat alone with my cat, so it's like, okay, I'm super calm now. Whenever I want to meet someone, I would do it. But if not, I literally enjoy <laughs> right now my time alone. And it's one of the challenges that most people face, even living within your same country. Because as humans, we are social animals. We tend to be always surrounded by people and we do not worship to spend time alone. Or even if you are saying to someone, ah, oh, no, I prefer to spend some time alone. It's like you you feel it like this person is a bit of kind of selfish or strange. But personally, I think it's when you get to know yourself better. Spending time with yourself, understanding yourself Uh, being aware of your own thoughts when you're alone. Uh, why are you having some kind of feelings? Um, like exploring yourself. Another thing um, regarding the, the cultural shock, maybe, would be, or not cultural shock, but our, our behavior somehow. I'm Spanish, so even if it sounds like a cliche, I am loud. I am loud when I get excited speaking about anything. I'm loud when I laugh. I am loud when I'm upset. <laughs> I am a loud person. So, I didn't realize about it until I lived in Budapest. Because I'm in the heart of Europe right now. And I'm sure the Latin community here, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you are going to relate to this 100%. So... Uh, of course, as, as in everywhere, there are exceptions. With the time, I made my volume more standard, if there is anything like a standard volume. Not, inter not intentionally, but because I get used to the environment. But whenever I go back home, my friends and my family usually say to me, why are you whispering? Why do you speak like this right now? So it's like when I'm here in Budapest, I feel myself like I'm loud. But when I go back home, they say that I'm whispering. So this is another part of this <laughs> cultural shock, maybe. Distance and pandemic would be another one of the challenges. 
2020 was a crazy year. Crazy. This is how I would I would define it. Uh, during the COVID, during the first wave, because we are now in the third wave, I think, in Hungary. So I remember that the the distance, I felt it even worse because all the flights were cancelled and I didn't have a way to go back home even if I wanted so badly. The stress, the anxiety. Oh my God, I was feeling it like super, super intense. Uh, I remember my hands were covered with red spots and I was having nightmares every night because I was checking the news every day, maybe like once or twice per day. I was following the number of cases, the country's announces the lockdowns and so on and so forth. I remember I remember as well that there was like a live video on YouTube that they were, I'm not sure how accurate was this, was this but it's it was like a live YouTube video when they were recording or kind of um, keeping track of the number of cases by country and it was like a map showing every minute updates so really I was like oof you don't know nowadays how much accurate is the information that we read the information the information that we watch on the tv or in even less in on internet so when you rely 100% on only one source instead of investigating a bit more it's it's quite confusing as well i remember um so i'm leaving the pandemic from hungary all right so i traveled to spain on august it means um just a bit after they were released from the lockdown and when i arrived it was like a shock because for me personally it was like a circus what the media was showing in Spain, what the the fears, the the news, the like everything, everything three times per day was COVID, COVID situation with this, with other, explaining from another perspective, explaining doing an interview to someone, I was so overwhelmed, really, literally overwhelmed, and my mom as well. She was kind of, of course, scared because I was here in, in, in Hungary, so she didn't know how this was going to be. But I think I was even more scared when I arrived to Spain because at least in Hungary I could cut uh, this connection, let's say, with the fake news and, and so on and so forth. But when I arrived to Spain, it was like everything around was COVID, speaking about COVID, morning, afternoon and night. So it was quite intense until I decided to not pay attention to the news and to not rely on only one source. Um, going back to the main challenges, I would add finances because you are by yourself and you have to manage your own bills, your flat and your expenses. So this can be good because you finally get to buy whatever you want. And at the same time, it's bad because OMG, you are buying whatever you want. You got me? <laughs> so, in Spain, it's not that much common 
However, here in Hungary and in other European countries, as an example, it's quite normal to buy clothes from second-hand shops. I've never felt like the idea was something appealing to me. But if you think about it, about how much time, efforts and pollution you are saving, most probably you will start doing the same soon. This is kind of the, I would say, cultural things that I'm taking from other countries to build myself. Because even if it's it was not normal for me before, now is it, or maybe to, I don't know, like in Spain, you wouldn't go to the supermarket and buy one tomato or buy only one banana. Things like this that are part of our culture. So we buy... 500 grams or we buy uh, per kilo but here in Hungary it's super common and as well it's super common to pay by card everything I remember that <laughs> when I arrived she coming from the town um, like before maybe you had like a minimum in Spain to pay with card like let's say five euros three euros something like that but here you can pay even like 10 forints by card and for me like this part of the culture let's say that I'm living here in in Budapest uh, somehow I take it as well when I go back to Spain and when I try to pay like 10 cents I don't know if I buy like a little thing or if if I go to a kiosk and I buy like mm, gummies or chewing gum or whatever and I say can I pay with card the owner of the shop maybe it's looking at me like I don't think so <laughs> or not having cash not having cash is one of my favorite things so here in Hungary as mentioned I pay everything with card and whenever I go back to Spain it's like okay and now what <laughs> about the weather in Budapest compared to Spain I will not speak about it because I might start crying. I would say like another challenge would be to find a home. It's easy to find a flat but it's not easy as an adult creating a safe space that you can call home. So I lived so far in five different places in these almost three years in Budapest and now I think I get to um understand what works and what doesn't work for me when I'm looking for a new flat. So I am always moved by the vibes of the place when I sign a new contract. So it can be the smell or the light or the decorations or the colors. It should have something which makes me um, feel I could feel calm and safe on it. Last November, I moved to my current flat and it was the ninth or tenth maybe flat that I was visiting. But the colors and the light coming from the windows convinced me from the first time I put a step on it. So living abroad, is, it's a huge decision to make. That's why you should consider many factors besides the challenges that I said before. Because these are the challenges that you're going to face once you arrive to the country. But before you arrive here, 
you have to build the decision. So, in order to understand yourself or understanding why you are taking this decision, um, I would ask myself some questions. Like, what is the reason why you want to take that step? Is it because you need a change? And if so, what will this change mean for you? Then we are going to start, let's say, um, making or um, separating these questions in little baby steps. So how specifically would this help you to achieve your purpose? Then you get to examine how completely committed you are to taking care of yourself. How will you feel once you accomplish that goal? If you are somehow basing your opinion in a reality or if you are maybe romanticizing the idea of living abroad without truly thinking about the bad possible outcome. Another question would be how are you going to achieve it? Like, how is it going to be? How are you going to work in your goal? How specifically... So asking yourself these questions before you get your decision might help you understand the reasons behind it and you will really squeeze the opportunity or if maybe you might be only running away from a problem by trying to move to another location. In some cases, when you decide to move to another location, it can be because you want a change, although the change could take place inside of you without need to go away. So if the issue that you are trying to solve remains within you, it doesn't matter where you decide to go next because it will follow you wherever you go. So stay calm, don't rush your decisions, be patient, take your time to decide and consider all the possible outcomes. If Once you have explored all the options, you consider that this is a good idea for professional or personal improvement, go for it. But don't push yourself into something without being fully committed because you can end up disappointing yourself, maybe due to high expectations or romanticizing the idea of living adventures abroad, But not everything is funny and not everything is exciting about living abroad. So that's the podcast for today, sharing as usual my personal experience. I hope this helps if you are thinking about traveling abroad. This was the most voted topic yesterday. It was chosen by the 92% of the people who voted on the Uh, on Instagram. So I'm sure that most of you can relate to some of these challenges if you have been living abroad. If you think about others, please share this podcast in your stories and 
add your challenges maybe in the caption or as a little, I don't know, like highlight or something. If you are considering or if you know someone that um, he or she is moving to another country and you found this interesting, share it with that person straight away. And I will see you again next Wednesday in the Influential Mindset Podcast. Chao, chao.